I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian. The sales tax revenue report is released monthly by the Office of the Texas Comptroller. In this report, Matt Ruscheck of the Rio South Texas Economic Council compares the figures for May 2019 with the same time last year. Here's what it sounded like. This is Steve Taylor for the Rear Grande Guardian. We're in Alamo, Texas today. Every month we meet up with Matt Ruzczyk, who is Executive Director of the Rio South Texas Economic Council. And Matt kindly crunches the numbers for the Rear Grande Valley on how the sales tax revenues uh, are shaping up. Um, he gets the statistics from the Texas Comptroller's Office, who collate, they collate them, and um, they tell us Matt kindly looks at them and tells us how we're doing uh, compared to this time last year and he does it for the four county Rio Grande Valley region and so this week this month's uh, interview with Matt is we're looking at the July report which reflects the, the statistics for May 2019 so Matt great to see you again Thank you, Steve. I appreciate the opportunity to be with you all again. Um, and let's go ahead and dive into those numbers. Um, so let me go set the stage real quick uh, for the uh, for some of the statistics. A couple of things that we always look at um, as background information is we look at the way the peso performed and where the oil price was at uh, during the time period. So it gives us a general concept about the strength of the Texas economy at the time, as well as, which is very heavily oil and gas driven, as well as the exchange rate situation, as our region is obviously impacted by Mexican shoppers. So in terms of the oil price, um, the oil price for 20, May 2019 was actually weaker than 2018. So if you look in, in 2018, uh, WTI hovered between 67.7 and 72.2 per barrel, while in May 2019, we're somewhere between 53.5 a barrel and 63.5 a barrel. So significant um, decline. Uh, the peso was fairly steady. In 2019, May 2019, we're between 19 and 19.6 an exchange rate um, peso to dollar, and the uh, in 2018 we're between 19.1 and 20.2. So if you want to get very picky about it, the peso was slightly stronger, but uh, the price of oil was uh, was weaker uh, uh, this year. Now for the state of Texas as a whole, which is our reference major reference stick. Um, for the month of May, the state of Texas was almost flat, just marginally up 0.38%, so 0.38% up for the state of Texas. Our neighbors to the west, and our measuring state that we use, Webb County, so this is the Laredo area, was up 4.4%. Our neighbors to the north, Nuestas County, so the Corpus Christi area, was up 6.77%. Now let's go ahead and dive into the counties in the valley. The uh, top performer in terms of percentage growth for the month was Hidalgo County. Uh, and that is actually a trend that we've seen for several months now where the numbers out of Hidalgo County are quite strong. So for the month of May of 2019, compared to May of, May of 2018, Hidalgo County was up 9.21%. Next up was Stark County, also has been consistently showing strong numbers. Stark County was up 6.37%. Willis County um, had an average month, but still a good growth, up 2.11%. And the weaker county for the month was actually Cameron County. Uh, Cameron County was actually down. Uh, not much, but it was down 2.35% for the month, comparing May 2019 to May 2018. 
When we dive into the individual communities, we can see kind of what drew Cameron County downward. Uh, Brownsville was down 4.55%. Harlingen was down 4.4%. And South Padre Island was down very slightly 0.98%, so almost 1%. On the other hand, there was also some, some good performers among the larger communities in Cameron County. Port Isabel was up 2.78%. And San Benito had a very strong month up 13.41%. Obviously, Port Isabel and San Benito are smaller markets compared to the first three I mentioned, and that's why the county has, was, was negative. Now, there's a caveat to that. Um, I think there are a couple of factors that we need to take a look at when we speak about Cameron County and the numbers being down. Um, so first of all, Cameron County had a very strong performance last year, so May of 2018. And since we compare May of 2019 to May of 2018, we're comparing a very strong performance to this year's performance, which makes it look weak, but doesn't necessarily make it so. If you look at it, Brownsville 2018 was up 10.31%, Harlingen was up 10.09%, and South Padre Island was up 11.23%. So what we're seeing is what in the stock market you call a correction. It's a slight pullback um, of the numbers, but doesn't necessarily mean that it is a, it is a bad result. Uh, it's just, you know, an, an adjustment that we see based upon how the math plays out. Um, I think the couple of factors that, that factored into this uh, was uh, probably some situations at the bridge. Uh, you know, we still had staffing issues in May uh, at the international bridges, and so uh, that might have been an adverse effect in Cameron County at the time. Maybe it's the way it shook out. Uh, there was also a taxi strike in, in, Matamo in uh, Matamoros. Uh, nothing major, really. It was just one weekend towards the end of the month, but maybe that has impacted some people's travels activities. And also in, the, in last year, I believe that uh, some of the Cameron County communities benefited from some use tax related to pipeline projects that were happening in the county. And so that those... Uh, kind of inflated the numbers of sales, sales and use tax, which we're looking at um, a little bit. So I wouldn't be overly concerned um, if I'm looking at those Cameron County numbers. I think this is more of a blip than, than a, and a negative trend all of a sudden. Um, if we start looking at Hidalgo County, in Hidalgo County, the numbers are overall quite strong. Um, since we're in Alamo, let's talk about Alamo. Alamo was up 9.98% for the month, so effectively 10% up. Edinburgh was up 12.96%, a very strong performance there. Uh, Mission was even better, up 17.55%. Westlaco continues to be a steady performer, up 6.53%. FAR was up 5.33%. And McAllen is the largest market in Hidalgo County, was up 8.35%. Um, the only red figure on my report for this month is Mercedes. Uh, Mercedes was down 4.09%, May 2019 compared to May 2018. Now, on Mercedes and overall Hidalgo County, a couple comments. On Mercedes specifically, Mercedes is a community has been kind of going up and down, up and down, but overall it's quite even. Actually, if you look at the number year to date, up to this point in time, Mercedes is up 0.08%, so effectively flat. Um, 
and it shows that Mercedes might fluctuate up and down, but overall they're fairly steady. So um, not necessarily terrible news there for Mercedes. Um, but I think the other factor to consider is what is, ha- what is happening in Dago County. Um, and while I don't have any specific data to back this up, one of the theories I would say that's, that might be plausible is the fact that the McCallum Mall um, is finished on construction and is now adding more stores and is becoming a bigger draw. And so by virtue of being a bigger draw, the other communities in Nagel County benefit from that as well. People head towards McAllen to the mall and then shop also in the surrounding communities. And so we're seeing some of that that, that boost um, that, that the mall delivers. That would partially explain why the outlet mall in Mercedes suffers a little bit and also probably partially explain why there's less activity in, in Cameron County as well. Um, so overall, Dago County, like I mentioned, was up 9.21% when you consider the fact that the state was only up uh, 0.38. Um, that is a really, really strong performance for the month. If we look at the value as a whole, if we combine all four counties, so we're taking a strong number from Hidalgo County, the good number also out of Stark County, the good number of Wilson County, and the little bit more mixed number out of uh, Cameron County, we put them all together, the value as a whole for the month was up 5.38%. Uh, once again, that is a very good number, particularly compared to the state, uh, and also compares favorably to our neighbors. If you look at it, we this, this performance was uh, stronger uh, than our stronger than our friends in Webb County along the border, and just a tad weaker than the friends in in New Essex County, percentage-wise, those by growth. But obviously, we are a much bigger retail market than either one of those two. Um, so, all in all, I think we performed quite well. Um, the one other thing I'd like to point out is that the year-to-date number for the Valley, the percentage growth year-to-date for the Valley, is at this point in time 7.58% up. If you compare that to the state number, the state number year-to-date is 4.26%. So we are growing at almost double the rate of the state in terms of our sales tax collections, uh, which bodes very, very well for the local economy. So even if you see some of the little hiccups month-to-month, you know, Mercedes doing some fluctuations, or maybe this month where we've seen Brownsville, Harlingen, and Padre Island having a slight dip, don't let that... Uh, scare you uh, in any form or fashion. If you look at the overall performance so far this year, we are doing well, actually exceptionally well, uh, when, when we compare ourselves to our peers and to, and to the state as a whole. So, uh, so once again, another strong month for the Valley and, and a really exciting year in retail uh, and sales uh, for, for our region. Um, one question coming out of that report is um, you mentioned the staffing issues on the bridges and that may have impacted Cameron County plus the taxi strike uh, in Matamoros could have an implication. I was really thinking that this was the month where we would see uh, this this growth that we've been seeing all year that we could have been impacted because by May uh, definitely those uh, the bridges were snarled up. The, the uh, customs uh, officials have been taken away from their duties, there are less lanes open, it's so much harder for the shoppers from Mexico uh, to come over and eat in our restaurants and um, and uh, you know go in, uh, use our hotels etc. So it's much tougher to get across these days and, and it's still the case today but certainly by May uh, that, that uh, move by the government to take the CBP officers away from the bridges had kicked in and yet in, in Hidalgo County at least it doesn't look as though it's had a, um, a major impact. 
You know, I, I don't know if you can totally generalize, generalize that statement because, you know, I, I travel also just like you do uh, back and forth probably a couple of times a week at least across the bridges here in the region. Um, and it's, yeah, you know, it's been hit and miss, let's put it that way. You know, I've, I've had uh, situations over the last several months where you know, it took me two and a half hours to come back and it obviously wasn't fun. Uh, but I quite recently had an experience where it took me 20 minutes. Uh, and so um, I think some of the Stefan's issues probably were in place in May, and maybe what has happened was there was a rotating staff. I'm just speculating at this point in time. Um, because I remember also hearing stories about, oh man, the waits are really long, and then going across, uh, and um, and we had really short wait um, on, on our way back. Um, and so maybe, you know, there was... Uh, I mean, part of it was that there, there was there was uh, there was long lines, and I think part of it is maybe stories where you had maybe one poor day somewhere and it shifted people's people's behavior patterns uh, to other bridges. And so, um, I would I say that that the staffing at the at the at the bridges may have an impact. I would think so. I mean, there was enough anecdotal evidence of people telling stories of longer wait times that definitely there was some impact. You know, time is money, uh, definitely, particularly for shoppers. Um, on the other hand, you know, specifically pinning it down to uh, bridge A or bridge B um, is, is, a, is a little tougher to do. Uh, but, you know, did it impact a smidge uh, in Cameron uh, as the potentially the taxi strike did? Maybe. And maybe it didn't impact it directly in terms of, you know, that day was so delayed that people didn't shop. But maybe it was the, the, the psychological fallout effect where, you know, people said, ah, you know what, let's go ahead and cross over here rather than over there uh, because there were, you know, because there was delay at this bridge in the past I had heard. Um, and so we'll see how this shakes out. But overall, like I said, even if you look at those numbers in Cameron County, you're saying, ooh, a red number, so down uh, is never never a good thing. Um, we also have to compare this to the, you know, we met, keep in mind that this is a comparison year over year. And we had a really exceptional May in Cameron County uh, last year. And so a little bit of pullback, uh, it, while it doesn't look pretty when you look at that piece of paper, statistically it's kind of a natural thing. You gave us the stats there for the state as a whole in terms of the year-to-date figure percentage and also Hidalgo County's year-to-date percentage. Uh, how many months into the year are we now and can you give us the Cameron County, Willisie County, Star County year-to-date figures? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, if you look at the uh, if you look at the, at the figures for uh, for year-to-date, uh, the the July report is seven months into the year. Um, obviously, the collection period, this is the May report, these are the May sales figures, so it's a little bit offset. So we start effectively counting November, so now we're, we're now in May. So we're seven months in, so we're past the halfway point. Now, for Cameron County, Cameron County as a whole for the year is up 2.71%. Uh, Star County is up 8.45%. Willisie County is up very strongly, up 17.38%, and Hidalgo County uh, by itself is up 9.84%. So the number I gave you earlier, the, the 7.58, that's for the valley as a whole. Sorry. Uh, so Hidalgo so County uh, up 9.84, Stark County up 8.45, Willisie County up 17.38, and Cameron County up 2.71. And 
what we're seeing is pretty much kind of a reversal to what we saw last year, uh, where Cameron County had the stronger percentage growth numbers to, compared to Hidalgo County. And like I said earlier, you know, statistically things wash out over time. Um, and that's kind of probably what we're seeing this year is that the numbers in Cameron County calculated with a very high base last year, uh, while this base in Hidalgo County wasn't maybe potentially that great last year, but now looks stellar uh, this year. And uh, yeah, the statistics show Hidalgo County, Star County, Willacy County all double the uh, Texas average mm -hmm. for the year to date, for the first seven months of the year. Very uh, encouraging. Absolutely. Like I said, I think overall when you look at this number, even if you have a couple negatives uh, here and there sprinkled in, these are very, very good numbers for the region. You know, um, I remember when we first started doing this, uh, you know, thinking back, I think we started 12 years ago. Um, and we were right in that period where you know double-digit growth was kind of the the, 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 the standard thing to happen. Uh, we're not quite getting there again, um, and I don't think we should get too comfortable with that moving forward. But particularly looking at the fact that the economy is bigger, so much bigger now than it was 12 years ago uh, in the region, uh, these are really, really fantastic figures. And I think that we can feel very, very strongly, positively, very strongly uh, about our region at this point in time. And I think that the future holds more opportunities. So this is exciting. And um, probably last point, um, we shouldn't feel too uh, concerned for Cameron County because after all, they do have SpaceX on the way. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. I think, you know, you know there's definitely, uh, outside of the retail sector, you know, there's so, so many great news economically in this region. Uh, we are seeing, you know, the wind energy and now solar energy growing uh, in some of our rural areas across the four counties, which is, which is, which is exciting news. We have the space uh, investment that's happening. Uh, we have some manufacturing growth and service industry growth um, as well. So overall, the economic picture in the, in the region is very, very good. And like we talked about for, for for you know, a couple of years now, I think we really see the local consumer emerging. So the complete picture is coming together economically in the area. Um, and that's, and it, but that's what makes it an exciting time to be in this region. Matt Ruzchek, Rio South Texas Economic Council, thank you so much for today's interview. We really enjoy these monthly reports that you bring us. Thank you again. Thank you, Steve. Thank you for the opportunity. Every month you can read and listen to the monthly Texas Comptroller Sales Tax Revenue Report for our region. That's what it sounded like for May 2019.